0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Quilt Buzz, the podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guest, Charisse of So Hooked on Treasures. Hello. Now, before we jump into all the quilty fun we have planned today, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Sharice? Sure. Um,
2: again, my name is Sharice. I have been quilting since about 2010. I had moved to a small town in Missouri. And I say small. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I was really just looking to meet new people, um, outside of like the people I had met for my husband's job, because they all wanted to talk about like work stuff. So Anyways, uh, I found this great group and they taught all different kinds of crafts and they met during the day and it was just adults. It was awesome because I was kidless at the time. And um, so, yeah, I started learning like crochet and quilting and those are the two that really stuck uh, besides like embroidery and cross stitch, which I hadn't done in decades anyway. Um, Just, I don't know. That kind of hand sewing just doesn't do it for me, but, um, yeah, I started quilting and crocheting and, and I will just say it kind of took over my life. (laughs) Hasn't it taken over all our lives? Yes. Yes. It just becomes all consuming. Like once you catch that bug, it's just like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) So yeah, that's basically me. I mean, we just moved back from, uh, Germany after four and a half years. That was pretty sweet, um, albeit I missed buying fabric from the U.S. because it's way more expensive in Europe. Yeah, so, I can imagine that. Oh, my goodness. The Colting Cottons? Oh, yeah, it was crazy. So I became a big fan of ordering online, which I didn't like to do before. That's okay. It worked out. <laughs> you've evolved. Exactly. <laughs> you you roll with it, right? I mean, you, you yeah. got to do what you got to do to support your habits.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> got to feed that addiction. Yep, absolutely. So and
2: actually, it actually helped me to become more uh, cognizant of using what I already had in my stash uh, versus just like continuing to buy and buy. Oh, that's pretty buy. Oh, that's pretty buy it. So I actually just concentrated more so on what I had, uh, which was kind of cool. Um, my stash has really narrowed down these days, which, you know, it can be pro and con when you're like looking for something last minute. Um, but I like it taking up less space in my sewing room since I don't have as much space in my sewing room.
3: <laughs> That's really interesting. Cause when I moved to, to the States, my like sewing supply has like more than doubled exactly. within a year, which is terrifying. <laughs>
2: I believe it. Yeah. I believe it because it's just easier and yeah. less expensive here than That's right. relatively speaking yeah. to other countries. So it's just like, Oh yeah, I'll just buy new. I'll just buy new. It's Whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not when I was in Germany. No, not at like 25 to $30 a yard. I don't think so.
3: Yeah, but And that in the shipping as well costs a lot. Yes. So.
2: Yes. I mean, thankfully um, we had were, um, military so we didn't have to pay the shipping cost uh so that is a little bonus but even still um to to buy overseas was just uh, yeah I I liked to quilt I love to sew I love to buy fabric but you know not at that cost so yeah (laughs) I can be a bit of a miser
3: (laughs) so let's just go back in time a little bit sure. could you tell us a little bit more about your Instagram handle and what was the inspiration behind that?
2: yes so two things about me well you know I like quilting and crocheting, so I sew and I crochet got it so there's the hooking part of it um the sew <laughs> SCW got that so I also have a thing for pirates yeah <laughs> really yes really so yes. Yes, and not just, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. We can even, you know, rewind back to Goonie days when I was a kid. But it more so really took off, I'd say, post Pirates of the Caribbean. But uh, so you'll notice like the, the hook and the needle that they're crossed. There's a reason for that. You know, kind of the X marks the spot deal right and also even when I was looking at kind of that thread winding through the x in the hook it even has like kind of a hook on the end on purpose mind you yes so anyways uh the treasures part of it because actually so hooked by itself was already taken and so I incorporated the on treasures as well it's you know treasure it's priority right <laughs> 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 so it just kind of all came into, you know, meshed together into so hooked on treasures that you now know.
0: And so you mentioned that you started quilting and crocheting really in 2010. Yes. It, had you started your Instagram account then, or was that kind of a later addition That's, to your crafting?
2: Yeah, that was actually a later addition. I didn't really get into Instagram till I'd say probably the past. Year or two, okay. Yeah, so I'm relatively new to it. A friend of mine, when I was living in Germany, she was a pattern and testin- pattern tester, and she introduced me to the world of pattern testing. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> what is this cool thing where you get free patterns to work on?" Right? <laughs> um, and she's like, "Oh yeah, just go on Instagram and you know look for this hashtag and you know find different designers." And I was like, "Oh, Instagram, all right." <laughs> Here we go. So I had had an account years ago. And so I would kind of like just fiddle around in there. So I actually had to figure out my handle at the time, which has changed. It was just my name to begin with. So Instagram really sort of took off and became a part of my, actually, I would say even kind of took over for Pinterest in my rabbit hole searching for things to make. (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and you started also writing your own patterns in addition to finding and using other patterns, right? Is yes. that kind of inspired by Instagram or was that something else? Um, both, inspired by Instagram and other things, but I, I don't like
2: to repeat the same pattern over and over again too many times. And I had ideas or things I wanted to make just in my travels and everyday life. I mean, you're in a store and you see, oh, that would... Make a really great quilt pattern, you know, um, a tile or whatever it was. Um, So I just had all these ideas in my head, and I have all these patterns that I still wanted to make, so I was trying to balance both. And during the initial days of, well, months of COVID, when we were stuck at home with all that (laughs) wonderful family time, um, (laughs) is when I started to really kind of get my head around, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it a shot. And so I started with my crochet patterns. Um, and then I went into my quilt patterns starting early last year. Actually, last um, January was when my first quilt pattern was released. Okay. Yes. And it's just it just snowballed from there. A good snowball, I guess you could say. Um, it's kind of taken on a, a life that I had never imagined when mm-hmm. I had first started at all. And with the state of my personal life, um, it was a good time to start preparing the next stages of my work life.
0: So, and um, you mentioned that since you've released your um, your first pattern last January, you it's snowballed in a good way. And uh, you're actually partnering this coming February with the Fat Quarter Shop to host the Stronger Together Quilt Along. Can you tell us more about what this entails and all the exciting details about this really cool collaboration?
2: Sure. Um, I actually started, uh, I got a message from Fat Quarter Shop, which I had a fangirl moment, very honestly. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> when I got that message. Oh my gosh, they messaged me. Um, I could say this, you know, it's okay. I, I, I don't embarrass easily. But uh, I started with their Sew With Us program and Mm -hmm. where they have uh, new patterns that come out and they ask other makers and quilters to sew along with them and create the same patterns in different fabric lines. So I started with that last year and I did the first Stronger Together Quilt Along last February in 2021. And this past must have been maybe October-ish, September, October, I got a request uh, from Fat Quarter Shop to actually design the pattern for 2022. Yes, yet another fangirl (laughs) moment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it was kind of cool because I actually got to literally just design and I didn't have to do the pattern and... All that other thing, other stuff like the, there's a um, a matching cross stitch pattern, and I haven't cross stitched since like high school, so a day or two ago, you know. And they um, did the cross stitch pattern as well to go along with it. So I was immensely grateful. And Jocelyn and I had lots of fun playing with fabric swatches uh, on a call one day, <laughs> trying to find just the right two combinations of colorways that we wanted to do. Because I just, um, I tend to lean towards lower volume fabrics, but there's a whole huge audience that likes the bolder, uh, more jewel tone colors. And I wanted to hit both and appeal to something, you know, from both perspectives. And so there you go. And they were not doing the quilt along. So I naturally just asked like, hey, do you mind if I do? You know, absolutely not. There you go. Have that it, Cherise? And <laughs> so here we are. And what the cool thing is that as a crocheter, uh, the cross-stitch pattern lends itself to a, a crochet pattern as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it, it actually kind of works. So it hits like both of my loves
0: at the same time. <laughs> so are you also developing a uh, crochet pattern in tandem? Not a separate crochet pattern itself. So okay. if you...
2: For for crocheters, you can use the cross-stitch pattern, and each square is the equivalent of one single crochet. So it's kind of like a a grid, if you will, a diagram, and as a crocheter, you you work back and forth, like left and right, and that's how they can use that same cross-stitch pattern, is just follow the colors that they choose for their, their piece, their crochet piece choose their yarns, and they match it with the same colors that are in the cross-stitch pattern. So they just change colors the same way cross-stitchers would. Well, can't say the same way, but um, meaning they change their colors as they see fit and uh, as they've designated. So it works out. I don't have to even create a whole separate cro- a crochet pattern. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so you can cross stitch along, quilt along, crochet along. It's kind of all wrapped up in one and it's fantastic.
0: I'm so excited. It's and awesome. now this, this year's design was inspired by, um, inventor Garrett Morgan and his contributions to the sewing industry. Yes. Was that a, um, did you pick that as your theme or like, how did you, I had never heard of him before mm-hmm. and like such a cool history. If you don't mind sharing more about how that came into, to be the, um to be the inspiration for this year.
2: Sure. Um, he's actually, uh, well, he's not from Ohio. He was born just over the border of Cincinnati in Kentucky, but I'm an Ohioan in my book since he lived most of his life in Ohio. He's an Ohioan. And <laughs> so it was kind of a, a fit. And I had heard about him from his contributions to sewing machines and his inventions, many years ago. A lot of people mostly knew him beforehand as the earlier inventor of the gas mask. Um, it's, of course, evolved today, but he invented the the first one as a result of an accident in Cleveland, and he invented the first gas mask. He also uh, was the inventor of, as we in the United States use, traffic lights. Yes. Wow. So he's had all, all kinds of other things, but of course this, the sewing aspect of it is what touched me as a, you know, a sewer. And so I incorporated those inventions that he made into the design. So you'll see the overall design looks like a big Ohio star. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of a, a given. It was an easy, you know, thing to do. And then rewind. He was a tailor uh, in his early days. And he was trying to find a way to keep the needles from burning the fibers in wool fabric. And the chemical that he used, he noticed that yes, it was working on the fabric, but it was also straightening the fabric. And in turn, they started using it as a hair straightener. And so it was a huge line of of hair straightening products for for African-Americans at the time. And so I incorporated that into the Four Corners and then in the center, he also was an inventor of the zigzag mechanism for manual sewing machines. So that's why you have the zigzag look in the center of the block. Very cool. Of the overall quilt,
0: yes. Pro, a prolific inventor. Yes, yes,
2: absolutely. <laughs> and there are a lot of people that, you know, that didn't know about him in, yeah. until this. So it's kind of exciting to to introduce some, you know, maybe some new to some folks Black history into this project.
3: Um, so as part of the um, the Stronger Together quarter-long, you're going to be raising funds to go towards UNCF. Could you tell us more about the organization and, and why you've chosen that?
2: Absolutely. And last year, Fat um, Quarter Shop chose it as their charity of choice mm-hmm. for this project. And the United Negro College Fund assists young Black Americans to get a college education. Where they may not have had that opportunity because of finances or things like that, but it's not from a lack of these students not having the the talent and the intelligence to do it. So they help them in other ways to be able to get higher level education. So as a college graduate and having had that opportunity, I just think it's it was. A big deal for me, per se, it connected me to the organization and this project because I just think it's so important for folks to be able to have that chance when they may not have that outside of uh, some other either scholarships or things like that. You just never know what their circumstances are. So the patterns, the cross stitch and quilt patterns are totally free for download. And what we're asking and hoping that people do instead is donate to the UNCF in lieu of that. So, I mean, what we would have paid for a pattern, $12 to $15, you know, or whatever your heart is set on contributing, you know, it doesn't matter because every little bit does help. Uh, not to sound too cliche about that, but it really does, (laughs) it really does because you just never know, um, but that's what we're hoping that people do. And the Fat Quarter Shop is going to uh, match the donation and contribute up to $7,000 in addition to what we raise as quilters and crocheters and cross stitchers as part of this fundraiser.
3: And so um, the people, the participants of the quilt along, they would, and the sew along, mm-hmm. um, they would, um, they'll just donate directly to the organization. Is that right? Yes. So, okay. if you
2: go to my website, um, mm-hmm. uh, sohookedontreasures on treasures.com, you will find the the link at the top to the all the details for Stronger Together. So, how to download the patterns, uh, how to get the the kits, the link to donate to the United Negro College Fund. And also to register for the quilt along. Uh, all the information, all right there on one page. I don't like to be long winded or to take up <laughs> lots of space on a screen because heavens knows that I usually just kind of skim through web pages anyway, really. Yeah. So I have tried my best to keep it as short and concise as possible. To get to the point, right? Just so you know what you need to know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so will the um, how long will the Quilt Along be running for?
2: It'll be the, for the whole month of February. So we'll start on the first, which is a Tuesday, and we'll run through uh, the end of February. So each week, uh, weeks one, two, and three, we'll do each of the blocks. Um, and then the fourth week, we'll do, uh, put it all together and just a, a sew and tell, if you will, or crochet and tell, stitch and tell. I don't know. I just (laughs) made those up as I go along. Um, And then just show what you have created, show your work. And I hope that people show it um, along the way as they go too. I just, I'm I'm a voyeur in that way when it comes to looking at crafts and people's projects and where they are in their process. So I like to see those things, you know, once you started your fabric pool, your yarn pool, whatever. I, I just, I like to see all those things. It's fun for me.
0: And so are people also going to be engaging on Instagram and Facebook? And is there a hashtag that we can follow along on? I hope they're going to be engaged. That is, you know, fingers crossed. (laughs) I am
2: begging, if you will, because I want to see what you all create. So the hashtag is, stay with me now, FQS Stronger Together. Now, if you forget that, but you can find me on Instagram. All of my (laughs) posts have that hashtag. I have to just click on it and boom, there it is. (laughs) Easy. Right, exactly, exactly. So, because it is, you know, kind of long. So, but FQS stronger together. And what are you looking forward to the most from the quilt along? Uh, I like to see all the variety that comes out of a pattern. Uh, You just get so many different colorways. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I love the, the subtle and the striking colorways that we've done in the art gallery fabrics absolutely love them but there's just a million different ways that a quilt can actually be done in the end right so I mean you guys have seen your patterns come out in a variety of colorways it's like oh I never would put that together and just you get ideas and you just enjoy seeing the mix so that's the uh, one of the fun things you know from a creative side that I love to see from a personal and fundraising standpoint I'm hoping to Beat last year's goal <laughs> fundraising, so <laughs> that is one thing. Um, I'm not competitive at all. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just it, it is um, a very important organization, and they could really use the assistance from uh, from all of us, uh, from creatives. So, from a that perspective, I, I do want to see that happen and, and help them out in that way. And also it just, I like getting to know other people. Funny thing is I, I'm like posting, I, I posted the other day and I tagged my own university, Ohio Wesleyan, and I get a message saying, oh, my mom was an alumni of that school and she's a trustee now. And she, you know, and we actually went to neighboring town schools are on the same time. And it's like, it's such a small world. And, you know, you just get to meet so many, I don't say random, but I guess, yeah, in a way, you know, people (laughs) that you had not maybe connected with before. So I've had so much fun in actually doing that. And I've, um, even there's a few other quilters, black quilters that are going to be sewing along with me. Um, And I will be featuring them each week. And one of them, turns out like she and I had, she's tested patterns for me and we've talked and other things before. And she, um, turns out she and I went to like rival colleges. <laughs> 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 and I like had no idea. Um, and so I just, you get, you get to know so much more about people and I can't wait to introduce them to everyone. Some of them, you know, people you may know already. Um, but there are just, there are some names that, we'll say necessarily aren't as well known, that just really deserve uh, to have their names out there and for people to meet them. And I can't wait to do so. (laughs) That's so exciting. Yes,
0: it is. So as you mentioned that you've really been able to connect with people through Instagram and discover how small a world it actually is at the end. Do you find that quilters and crocheters are like that kind of online community are very similar or are there some striking differences you've noticed between the two? Uh,
2: In a way they are very similar. I have found that just the creative community in general, so to speak, are just so helpful. And like one, to help you want to not just like for their own sake, so to speak, like, sure, I'll help you as long as you buy my pattern or something like that. But, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you want to learn this ditch or you want to try this or whatever. Just like they are so open and so helpful and supportive, so very supportive whether it's you're just you're just learning or you've been doing it forever and you started designing or wherever you are and whatever you're doing in a phase of your creative path it's amazing how much i love i, mean, I take it to sound like cheesy but there's just so much love that i have felt in the crochet and the quilting community that i have seriously appreciated especially with, you know, sometimes things being hectic maybe, or just, you know, up in the air in my personal world, it's just uh, been very comforting, very comforting. I went through um, a pattern writing class from Quilters Candy, and man, like, these, this, this group has just been awesome, like, as far as helping you with answering questions or helping you to find information. And it's just, you know, there's no problem sharing. It's, you know, the information is out there. Uh, Might as well make it a little bit easier for somebody as opposed to having all the digging (laughs) maybe that we might have (laughs) gone through at one point or another. Um, So I I just, I have really, really enjoyed that aspect of both of them.
3: So you reach like, both quilters and crocheters um, on your platform, do you find that you often need to change your language so that both uh, audiences can understand like what you're talking about? As, like, I think I know what you mean. Like sometimes. Yeah. But
2: yeah. because I am I in general, I try to talk to both in, in some cases. Um like instead of saying, you know, quilters or crocheters and making a differentiation, as I have my fiber friends. Um, that's my <laughs> thing. So whatever your fiber of choices, whether it's fabric, yarn, it doesn't matter. Like we are fiber friends. Like that's our that's us together, right? So I've tried to actually integrate the two, which can be a challenge because they are very different mm-hmm. arts, you know, very different crafts. Right. <laughs> Um, but there are similarities in the way, like, like sewing on labels and printing your labels for for both. Uh, I use them both for both arts. You know, I try to find those things that cross over to be able to reach both audiences. So, you know, I've, I've been asked, like, are you going to concentrate on one versus the other? No, like it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot decide. My brain
0: will not let me. So I'm not going to. I'm going to find a way to make them work together. Do you find that you like switch on and off projects between the two or is it kind of just like whatever you feel like that day that you're going to work on?
2: I actually am doing both sometimes in one day. Okay. So like in the evenings, like after my kiddos have gone to bed, I have a seven and a six year old. So uh, usually after they've gone to bed, it's like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Love them. But, you know, they have lots of energy. Um, and that's what happens when you wait till later in life to have children. They take it really quickly. in um, The uh, yeah, I mean, evenings is when I crochet. So I will veg out with my whatever I'm streaming, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. And I have my yarn. I cannot just sit and watch TV or whatever. I have to have a hook and a yarn. I actually usually keep a crochet project in my car in case I have to sit and wait somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to sit and wait. It's just not possible. And I don't like to necessarily hand sew. Like even, you know, occasionally I'll do binding. But anyway, I digress. Um so during the day when they are at school or what have you, uh, is when I usually do my my sewing. In the evenings is when I usually do my crocheting, or when I'm just not feeling sewing that day. And I was like, I'm just gonna sit on the front of the TV and watch whatever I'm watching, because I'm addicted or hooked on this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So could you share what your quilting goals are
2: for this year? I have several, probably too many, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I have a couple of patterns I'm working on for magazines this year. Cool. Uh, yes. My first one was uh, released last year in make modern and I kind of liked it. So I have a couple more that I'm going to try to do this year I also, I work with a um, a fabric shop out of Canada and she has a monthly fat quarter bundle subscription and keep it kind of short. She and I work together uh, where three times a year, her subscribers get one of my patterns as a part of their bundle. And so I have those three patterns for this year. I have a few crochet patterns that I'm working on. Um, ones are, some are new, and then some are actually being picked up by ReCrochet. I, I'm also like part of the Riley Blake um, Influencer Program. I mm-hmm. have the Eversone Maker Team that I'm <laughs> oh, on yeah. through oh, wow. um, June. I think June is our last project month for their first year. Art Gallery Fabrics does lookbooks. For their new oh, lines yes so I have um one that I am already working on actually is at the quilters as we speak and the other I'm fingers crossed there's a couple others that I'm hoping to to do for this year I'm a huge AGF fan um so <laughs> yeah fingers crossed that those happen That was Very exciting. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) So you've got a busy year. (laughs) Oh, just a little bit. A little bit. Just just a little bit. Yes. (laughs) So on that note, it is time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you ready, Cherise? I'm ready. Okay. Anna, why don't you kick us off? Okay.
1: What is your favorite time of day to quilt? At any time, usually during the day. And where do you sew? In my sewing room. And do you wear shoes, slippers, socks while sewing? Socks or slippers? And do you listen to music, Netflix, podcasts, or
2: silence while sewing? Music or podcasts usually. And what's your current favorite? Favorite music depends on what I am sewing, like what stage of sewing I'm in. So if I'm quilting and need to concentrate, it's classical or like movie show. um, What do you call it? Soundtracks. Soundtracks. Yes. Thank you. Um, For podcasts, uh, I like In the Light. By Dr. Anita Phillips or any sort of business or craft related uh, podcast. So, whether it's Cool Fuzz or it's uh, Craft a Career, things like that. If you allow
0: snacks in your
2: sewing area, do you have a favorite one? I do pecans and Colby Jack cheese.
1: Very Sounds specific. Good right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm hungry right um, now. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh,
1: favorite traditional block?
2: Woven
3: Star. And do you have a favorite block in the Stronger Together quilt? The texture block.
0: And is there a particular week of the Stronger Together quilt along that you're looking forward to the most? Week one.
1: And favorite Stronger Together quilt colorway, subtle or striking? Subtle.
3: <laughs> How <do you> guess? <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your
2: favorite brand of solids? Uh, Riley Blake Confetti or Art Gallery
1: Fabrics Pure. And what's your favorite color of one of those solid
2: ways? Any of the pinks except for neon. What color fabric do you use the most? Pink, pink, and more pink.
0: <laughs> except neon pink. <laughs> right, exactly. 50 shades of pink. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm seeing a trend. <laughs> Solids or print fabrics? Mix. And do you have a favorite fabric designer?
2: Uh, Riley Blaker Art Gallery, not one person in particular. What's what's the last fabric that you bought? Hand in hand by Damis Glove for Riley Blake. And what's your favorite quilt shop? Local quilt shop is Augusta Sewing Center. And online would be none other than Fat Quarter Shop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Done. Right. Um, how do you organize your fabrics?
2: By color, mostly and possibly depending by fabric line. And what sewing notion couldn't you live without? seam ripper
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and what's your favorite roller size
2: the uh six and a half or six by 12 six and a half by 12 and a half, whichever one it is depending on the maker
0: maker yeah what is your pressing preference whichever works best
1: pick one hsts curves or flying geese
3: hsts definitely uh do you have a go-to long arm quilter
2: um sort of <laughs> <laughs> It depends on how much time, um, uh, well, when I need a quilt back, I should say. Fair enough. Uh, machine or hand bind? Machine. Spray, yeah. pin, or
1: thread based? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all all, all them up.
2: <laughs> Make <Exactly>. it up. <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, Pre wash, always, sometimes, never. Hardly ever. What is your favorite part of the quilting process? Piecing and quilting. What's your least
1: favorite part of the quilting process? Cutting and binding.
3: And what's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? I sew over my
2: pins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Do you have a quilty BFF? I don't. I mean, I'm not like
2: BFF, but I have so many quilty super duper really good friends. So I'd say not one person in particular. And do you have a quilty crush? I don't, but no, I no. But there's like all people I like. Uh, I don't. It sounds really
3: <laughs> very diplomatic. Like I know. Even like, your responses, like the Hi, last, last question, very diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite recent mate?
2: Um, Malibu Barbie. It's a new fabric line. I can't show you yet. You'll have to wait and see next month.
0: (laughs) And how many quilts are in your whip file right now?
2: Seven. And where do you store your whips? I have project bags. If you go to my stories today, you'll see all about them.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think I probably need like a hundred of those. (laughs) Um, And do you have any other interests
2: or hobbies? Uh, besides quilting and crocheting, I also love to read. What kind of um, books? <laughs> My dad calls them smut novels, but uh, yeah, bodice, bodice <laughs> rippers. No, I like romance novels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like you don't have to think it's. Yeah, no, generally you know, the same storyline. 75% of
0: the way through, you know <laughs> yes. the drama's going to happen. Yes, you do.
2: <laughs> but it's that's okay. It's that get you out of your head, out of your everyday life sort of deal. So, you know, probably yeah. the same reason why I still watch soap operas, but whatever. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no judgment. No, no judgment.
0: <laughs> uh, before we wrap today up, we've got just a couple more questions for you. And First up are who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why?
2: Okay, there um this was this was tough, but uh at Lila Bean Quilts, her name's Deirdre. Uh the second would be Jen of Jenny K underscore Quilts. That's J-E-N-N-I-E, K-A-Y. And also Belle of Seems So Me, S-E-A-M-S, of course. Um, there was several people in the pattern writing class that I told you about. Um, but I do know that these three either have just had patterns coming out or have patterns coming out relatively soon. Um, but just, there's there's a few more, but I like I said, I only had to could put three. So I'm sorry to those that I did <laughs> not choose. I'm sorry, love you, promise. Um, but they are just, I, I have a very strong, Big, huge believer and proponent of people that are just starting out. Um, I consider myself still starting out and relatively new. And I just think it's great to help support those in that endeavor and that that want to do this uh, for whether it's this is what they want to be like their side business or, you know, hobby, so to speak, or they want to make this their full-time life, if you will, their new livelihood. So I want to help support those, uh, that are starting out in this, in this quilting world. So yeah, that's my attempt to, to help. It's a good reason why. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and before we sign off, do you have any fun projects on the horizon that you'd like to share with
2: us? Um, I do like, well, I couldn't tell you about the new quilt that I use with the new Malibu Barbie fabric that comes out next month. I, I don't think we had this conversation, but I have a huge obsession with Barbies in addition to pirates. I'm a collector now, not a player of the Barbies anymore. <laughs> no judgment. No, no judgment. <laughs> no, and I still have my Barbie dream home from 70. Well, I when I got it, like 81 or something like that. Anyways, so it made for great props to go with my new quilt. So that was fun. Nice. Yes. My daughter and I had a good time getting that all set up and everything. So it was cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and on that note, we need to wrap today up and we hope that you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can most easily be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadclaw Studio. Wendy. I am the dot weekend quilter. Anna.
1: I am at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Charisse. At so Hooked on
2: Treasures.
0: Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's show, we hope that you subscribe to the podcast and tell your quilty friends about us too. And if you have a moment to share what you love by writing a review on your podcast provider of choice, it would make our day. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 Nailed it.